Welcome into another edition of The Session with Londa and David. My name's David Austin, and sitting across from me in this beautiful, <laughs> what looks kind of like a kimono, I know it's not, but right. wow, you look great, Londa Joanne Sherwood Austin. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. I got to tell you. As it, always, I never get tired of your compliments. Never? Nope. Not once. Not ever. You have never been tired of my compliments. No. Those compliments are good then. I like that. That's exciting. Go ahead and talk for a second. Okay. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Um, We're going to discuss an interesting topic today that that uh, is going to (laughs) be. I'm actually super excited about this topic today. The session with Londa and David is a business focused podcast that helps you and your business get a little better. Yeah, that's that's our goal. We want to help you grow. That's exactly right. And we bring it to you each and every week with our company, Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants. Listen, if you're looking to grow your income and your success, Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants can help you find your sweet spot. Whether you're hoping to increase sales, grow your team, Mm -hmm. or even just get your bottom line back in shape, Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants is here to help. Here's the number to reach Londa today. The number, it's really easy. It's 509-491-2663. That number, one more time. 509-491-2663. Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants has over 40 years, 40 years, let me say that again, 40 years (laughs) of success, growth management, and production success Mm -hmm. under its belt. I mean, that is an awesome claim to fame and it might even be more years than that well yeah i've been involved in business for the last 30 years as have i so 60 my gosh (laughs) again let's get off it that number for sherwood austin growth consultants is 509-491-2663 you can shoot me a message you can shoot londa a message that's londa at sherwoodaustin.com and mine's just methuselah just type in methuselah and it'll get to me because we've been doing this forever okay this show is going to be a good one. I'm super excited about it. I want to talk on this episode about the difference between leadership mm-hmm. and management. Now, I know there have been a lot of cute uh, uh, anecdotes about a leader leads people and a manager manages systems, but a lot of uh, uh, confusion still exists out there about what makes a good manager and what makes a good leader. Okay. And I think they are different. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think a good leader um, inspires and supports and directs. And a good manager kind of has, um, I don't know, is more focused on productivity maybe, is more focused on the numbers and hitting benchmarks. And a leader can be interested in those things, but is more interested, in my opinion, in supporting the people so that they can hit those benchmarks. Here's an uh, a th- idea. Okay. Uh, um, the way that my brain sees it yes. is a manager is similar to an air traffic controller. Okay. And a leader is similar to a flight attendant. 
Okay. Explain that in a different way so I can well, understand. Well, the air traffic controller is kind of mm, directing the traffic and, and it's uh, managing all the moving parts. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And the flight attendant is there to elevate your experience and, you know, make sure you have what you need. Okay. Make sure you're getting where you need to go uh, in a, in a, you know, comfortable way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also trained if something pops off to handle it. Right. So that's kind of what I mean. Like. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with someone who identifies with him or herself as a manager versus someone who identifies mm-hmm. him or herself as a leader. Mm-hmm. I just think the qualities of each are different. And you can be a manager who leads. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to me, manager, someone who's excited about the title manager, wants a little dominion, you know, wants to be in control. Someone who wants to lead wants to be part of the success. Let's all get there together. That, you know, it's a, it's a very different philosophy. Right. And here's what made me think about doing this show. I had a conversation with my old... Um, vice president of the Northwest region for a company I used to work for, Guild Mortgage, Mm -hmm. Charles Ney, who I think of as one of my uh, really good mentors Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. leaders, right? Right. The language he uses is so different than the language of a manager. And here's what I mean. He never, ever, ever in the five years that I worked for Guild talked to me about numbers or goals or benchmarks mm-hmm. as a as a value in the company, right? Okay. He talked to me about the vision. He talked to me about what he hoped the the region would do, mm-hmm. but he never talked about, you know, sharpen up, get focused, none of that. What he talked about is how can I lend support to you so you can continue to reach the goals you set for yourself. Right. That's a different style. Yeah. Do you think that managers are more data and results driven and leaders are more vision driven? Well, that's a great, that's a great concept. And I think the answer is yes. So if you have a good vision Mm -hmm. and you believe it and you spread the gospel of your vision. Oh, the gospel. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you are spreading the gospel of your vision, sure. People want to follow that. People want to do it. So are good leaders also good influencers? I think they are. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a difference between someone who's got successful results versus someone who always is there to help you achieve successful results. Mm -hmm. And, you know, usually if you're a strong leader, the results will follow. They will. Okay. Versus being dictatorial. Well, that's interesting. Are you saying that managers are dictatorial? I think management as a concept is dictatorial. Management. It's it's about who's the boss. Who's El Jefe? A leader doesn't care for a title. A leader cares for success of his people. A leader's not focused on, no, 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 no. I'm the boss. Here's the difference in conversation. Right. I worked I worked for a lady uh, for what seems like 15 seconds. And we were on a cruise together. 
right? And I was with Benjamin, my son, who was 11. And we were sitting with this lady in a hot tub on a cruise, the Alaska cruise. And this these people were talking to us, and it was a very lovely conversation. And she said, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm the sales manager for a mortgage company, and this is, you know, the, the manager of the, of the branch and blah, blah, blah. We work together. And, and she corrected me and said, he works for me. That's not good leadership style. It's not good management either. Well, you're right. But my then 11-year-old son, <laughs> Benjamin, says, why is she such a B? And he, he hasn't ever said anything nice about that person again. Now, here's what I can tell you. That person is a, a nice person. That person is a... <laughs> I'm not making a joke. That person is somebody that I care about, but not a good fit for my work life. Right. I don't want to be reminded that I'm your subservient uh, person in your organization. That's mm-hmm. that's just not a that's not a good feeling for anybody. Right. You know what I mean. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Let, let go ahead. You, well, I'm just I'm I'm thinking. Uh, I don't know if it's a difference between management and leadership. I think it's just a difference. You can be a manager who who cares. And you can be who sure doesn't care about title and and all that kind of thing. Absolutely, you know, um, yeah. I I do though think in my brain management is, you know, they're managing all the pieces and parts. They're air traffic controlling. There, this goes here and yes. that goes there, and we have data that has to be looked at, and mm-hmm. and you know, we've got it's measurable. They're in my mind, they're looking at all the measurable things, yes. right, within the company. Sure. And uh, a leader, as you said, can be anyone. That's exactly right. And if you're in management, you should, you know, strive to be a good leader, I guess. I, I don't know. A bad manager is not a leader. A bad leader is not a leader. A good manager can be a leader. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But the front counter person at a fast food restaurant can be a good leader. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yes, of course. So it's all I, the difference to me between leadership and management is one is a concept that's about lifting up everybody. And the other is a construct ah, designed yeah. yep. to keep everything moving in the same direction, not necessarily right. for the betterment of society. You know, right. I. One and is are it, both necessary? Well, I don't know that. That's a good question. Are both necessary? I would hope so because I'm a great manager. <laughs> you okay? So tell me more about that. I just I'm a better manager than a leader. I think. Okay, tell me about that. Well, tell uh, me what I, that means to you. What does that mean to you? To me, I I'm really good at the pieces and the parts and moving them and seeing the this needs to shift here and that needs to shift there. Mm -hmm. And if we tweak this right here, you know, and it's, I'm really good at analyzing the data and, Mm -hmm. and all those kind of things. Um, and putting people in the right seat on the bus, if you will, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and that's some of, I've done some of that in my coaching consulting. Um, you know, I remember talking with, we talked with someone, um, and they were, they were, who's in leadership mm-hmm. in their company. And we're mm-hmm. talking about this, this one particular employee and how they were struggling. And I 
and as we talked, I said, this person's just not in the right position. They're, they're not in a, they need, you know, to be moved to this other position. And they said, well, but if we move them, then the title changes and that's seen as a really big deal. I said, no, it's not it's seen as a big deal to you. Right. But not to anybody, which is more important the ti- to this person, the title or being in the right job. Right. You know? And so that's what I mean by managers have to have to be able to see all of that, I think. Okay. But I'm not necessarily good at um, the leadership stuff. And I can be. It's not natural. That's, that's what the point that I'm trying to make. It's not natural for me. The management part, very natural. I can do it with my eyes closed, hand tied behind my back in my sleep. Okay. The leadership, I have to work really hard at and be, be very, very present And I often say to you, uh, if sometimes you say to me, oh, you handled that conversation really well or, or whatever, you'll Mm -hmm. hear uh, Mm -hmm. one side of my, and I'll say, well, I immediately flipped into coach mode. Right. What I mean by that is I have to get out of my managerial brain and into more of a leadership brain where, uh, I don't have any expectation of the outcome. I'm focused really solely on the person that I'm with and helping them kind of discover what they need to discover in the conversation and inspiring them forward. I can do it. I am good at it, but it takes a lot of energy for me. So my natural tendency is more management than leadership. That's great. And that's very introspective, but I can tell you, if you think you're a bad leader, you're just dead wrong. Now, the fact that you have to... I don't think I'm a bad leader. Well, not... not You said you're a much better manager than you are a leader. I don't agree with that. Because uh, what I'm saying is it comes much easier to me. That, well, that's true. And being a good leader may be something that is a mindful experience Very. for the leader, right? And that's okay. But what's important, I think, is the soul of the the person involved, right? Mm-hmm. A good leader is much more concerned, in my opinion, with lifting everyone than making sure this, 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 and this are done at specific times. Now, systems need mm-hmm. managers. <laughs> yes. Systems need managers. Right. People need inspiration. People need leadership. And you can employ a system in your business that does the management. Right. And then you need to hire good people so you can have positive leadership. That's what I'm trying to right. talk about. It's a different Again, it's everybody a different has mindset. to be in the right seat on the bus. Absolutely. And I would think if you were in a position where you only were called upon to be a leader and not to solve systems problems, you'd hate it and set yes. the building on fire. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Now, there are some people who don't really care much for personal interaction for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they are managers. They are not leaders. Right. So uh, uh, someone who is involved with uh, uh, systems in right. an organization, better for them to be involved in those systems than to be in front of people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. For sure. And so I, I think the concept for me is management is about 
what what are you looking at? You just pointed at something. The computer screen. I just don't know why it's not. Why it hasn't gone to yeah. screensaver mode? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't think our listeners care. Maybe the YouTube, <laughs> maybe the YouTube audience cares, but I don't think our listeners care at all. I apologize about the, for the distraction. Yeah, I'm going to try to make my mouse come to life, and maybe that'll restart. And my mouse is now fully dead. I don't know why. There's no laser in there at all. None. All right. So <laughs> back to the show. Yeah. You know, I I I feel um, uh, very strongly for some reason, and I don't know why this is weighing on me so aggressively. I think it's interesting that I'm leadership fascinated. is so important, mm-hmm. and management is less important. It's crazy. Oh, that's interesting. I. It's crazy. Well, if you look at the national news, leadership is a big deal right now, right? And a lot of the complaints about our former president, President Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. was that he was a businessman and he managed the economy. Right. Not, he didn't really, he wasn't a very strong leader. He was a great manager and he was great for my business. He was a deregulation person. Right. So he made things systematically easier for business. Mm -hmm. Not trying to have a social revolution Right. Unlike what's happening now. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? So I think the difference between someone who's a little more dictatorial Mm. and someone who wants to lead and doesn't know how to inspire is a pretty wide gap. Yeah. It sounds to me like you think managers are bossy. And um... have you ever had a manager say, hey, 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 no, no, let's make this clear. I'm the boss. Yes, of course. So have I. And those people just don't work for me. They don't. But uh, uh, but that there's managers that don't talk like that. There are managers that don't talk like that. They are leaders. Inter- oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there are no bad leaders managing companies. They mm. lose their jobs. There are bad managers who also lose their jobs, but right. there are good managers who are leaders. You're not necessarily a, necessarily a leader because you're a good manager, but you can't be a good leader without also being a good manager. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Have you, have you worked for or with someone who was both? I have. Yeah, I, I absolutely have. Tell I, me a little bit about what made them a good leader and a good manager. Okay. Um, my first manager in retail sales, a man named Ron Ford, who I still have not gotten in contact with since we, uh, since I moved out of Louisiana 20 mm-hmm. some odd years ago. Uh, he was both a good manager and a good leader. And here's what I mean by that. He did try to give people the space to be successful at that store. Mm -hmm. He worked tirelessly to make sure everybody was in the right place and everybody felt supported. He was a great systems person because inventory at a store and shrinkage at a store is very important. So he was both a strong manager Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. a good leader. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. I have a question for you. Do you think that part of being a good leader is allowing space for failure? Yes. Yeah, I do too. 
there has to be room for failure. Absolutely. Uh, because a good leader, uh, you know, teaches their people, uh, basically some of the phrases that we know that, um, you know, you fail forward or, mm -hmm. you know, you, you win or you learn, you never lose those kind of things, um, can be a little cliche, but, but also true, a good leader will allow space for uh, falling down, for stumbling, for because if you don't, you're then you're not allowing space for creativity. And you've heard the term micromanager. Yeah. Those people are giving no room for failure. Right. They cannot detach enough to give mm -hmm. someone enough rope to be successful or to hang him or herself. Does that right. make sense? I, you know, I read a, a parenting book one time many, many years ago. I don't remember which one it was. I apologize. But um, it, it talked about not taking credit for your children's success. Okay. And not taking credit for their failures. Okay. And I think that's a good leadership quality as well. Mm -hmm. you, you can't take credit for your people's success. You can't take credit for their failures. You simply inspire and lead and give space for creativity and for them to find their way and, and all those kind of things. And if I'm wrong, somebody tell me, but, um, but I, that's just kind of my, my thought. I it. think that's exactly right. And that's why when you say you're a good manager, but not a great leader, you're wrong because you absolutely but I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said, I feel like I'm naturally a better manager I gotcha. than I am a leader. I can do both. Leadership takes a lot more energy for me because frankly, I, I'll be honest with you mm -hmm. to not focus on getting the task done takes a lot of energy for me. I gotcha. You know, and to focus on, to be fully present with somebody because there's so much in my head all the time takes a lot of energy and to be nice sometimes takes a lot of energy for me because I, I, you know, uh, we just had a phone call with one of our children who he was really upset about right. something. And, um, I, you know, my natural tendency was to say, listen, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> just get off it, get over it and move forward. But I know that's not the language this child speaks, if you will. And, and I need to speak in their language sure. to them. Sure. And it's better leadership to meet them where they are mm -hmm. acknowledge what's happening you know um affirm how they're feeling make all that space and help them find some solutions sure and that's kind an of example gently lead mm -hmm. right and that's an example of great leadership right maybe one but what did say, i do when i got off the phone well you lost your mind but i didn't lose my mind but i was exasperated sure and you needed to get a drink in you and calm down so that sounds really bad. Well, you have a problem. No, you don't. I'm just kidding. So anyway, my allergies are killing me today and I apologize. That's fine. It's allergy <clears throat> season. In fact, I saw a national news story yesterday <clears throat> on Good Morning America about how this is going to be the worst allergy season America has ever seen. And the reason they're saying that <clears throat> is because nationally, it's such a weird year so far. Cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. Oh, yeah, the weather's so been So allergy crazy. season and the pollen being released is being stretched over months when normally it's like a short two or three week period. Ugh. It's now taken two months. 
So pollen, big deal, bad allergy season. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was in upstate New York for a funeral uh, of a family member uh, early this week. Mm-hmm. It was 83 degrees. Today, the wind chill is 11 where I was in Syracuse. And you, that was three days ago. It was 80. 83. Yeah. Wow. Nutty, nutty, cuckoo. Yeah. Cuckoo, cuckoo, nutty. Well, it's lovely and warm where we are. Yes, it is. It's beautiful at it's the gorgeous. at the Austin compound in Bro Bridge, Louisiana, six miles out of my hometown, Lafayette, Louisiana. What a good place to be right now. Here, We're, here's what I mean. This morning, when we woke up, I, I'm going to say it was probably 53 degrees out, a little, little cool, yeah. some morning dew, went outside, the palm trees are starting to look green and plump, the pool beautiful crystal clear blue mm. there is a palm frond in the deep end on the on the bottom and that looks like some kind of serpent living in the pool um i'll swim down there and get that today i'll dive in and pull that out before we go i just realized something what? and i'm just gonna share it because maybe someone will find humor in it it is frond yes it's not frond <laughs> no i think my whole life i've said frond fawn like a lady frond, deer? like fr a W N. Maybe you'd spell that. Fron. <laughs> Not frond. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> oh my god! You've read the Bible. They talk about palm fronds in the Bible. Anyway, you know. I know, but you know, sometimes you just don't. Anyway, it was beautiful this morning. It was just gorgeous. <laughs> and I looked out onto our side yard, which yesterday, uh, Amerescape mowed, because <laughs> all they do is mow and, and trim. They don't, they don't do any, you know, landscaping act- activity. But I looked out onto that half acre to our right and just thought, wow, it's beautiful here. Yeah. Wow. It really is. And it's a festival, international weekend. Festival International in downtown Lafayette. It started yesterday with mm. Nate and the Zydeco Cha-Chas. Yes. And then Lil Nate and the Zydeco <laughs> Big Timers came right. on after. Right. Um, but now there's a full slate of music, and the music starts, I think, tonight at 6 in downtown Lafayette. Maybe 5, I'm not goes sure. goes all weekend. And it goes all and, weekend uh, long. And, I, and I, ends at 7 on Sunday. I saw yesterday, I saw it referred to as Cajun Coachella. <laughs> Which I thought was great. I think that's hilarious. The thing about Festival International that's very interesting to me is you don't know what music you're going to come walking up on. And I think one of the things, one of the performances this weekend should be national news. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. Speaking of leadership, this is one thing that makes you a great leader is that you see things other people don't see and you see things from a different perspective. And I, and I want to hear, I want you to share this. Well, there's a band <clears throat> playing at the festival because it's international music. You never know if you're going to walk up on a French rapper yeah, yeah. or uh, an African drum tr- troupe. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. Well, right. there's one band playing and I don't have it in front of me. I don't have the, the uh, schedule that is a band from the Ukraine Mm -hmm. and the members, what they do that's really cool is when they list the bands, they talk about where everyone in the band is from. Mm -hmm. And there's a Russian in the band, a Ukrainian in the band and an American in the band. That to me is an international success story that should be 
on the front page of every newspaper in the nation. Music brings countries together. Well, I th- Ukraine, yeah. Russia, and the U.S. together in one band in one place in Little Lafayette, Louisiana. That is a feature that should be on Sunday morning today with Willie Geist. Absolutely. I mean, it's nuts. Absolutely. That no one has mentioned this in the media. I think it's nuts that you haven't called your people in media and told them, hey, this needs to be a story. Well, it is a story. It doesn't need to be a story. It's a great story. It needs to be featured. It needs to be a feature story at the national level. Let me tell you something. A band that can play together well, or maybe not. Maybe the Russian guy's (laughs) going to take a swing at the Ukrainian guy this weekend. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A band that can play together well, that has international roots, which are all involved. Every person comes from a country that's involved in this conflict. Yeah. What a cool story that is. Mm -hmm. And what if they're good? Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're good. The story isn't about the quality of their music. It's about the quality of their friendship. Right. That is a national news story, and I don't know how no one's talking about it. I don't either. Sorry. It's crazy. I don't have any connections there. It's funny that we're talking about this because today, for the first time, I saw a story on Good Morning America about some uh, uh, movie theater in a small town showing Ukrainian films. Small town. And on their marquee, it says, uh, Peace for Ukraine. That's cute. People are supporting. Mm -hmm. But what a better story is it that there's. Russian, Ukrainian, and American people all in this one Ukrainian band. Yeah. Spectacular. That's a story. There you go. I don't mean to be on my soapbox about it, but. No, but I think, you know, I wish we had the name of the. I don't know. I don't have any idea. All I did was see the. The, the lineup of bands and then the description. But that's a big deal. I, I think that's one of the um, most exciting parts of our relationship mm-hmm. is the fact that you and I do see things differently um, than most people. Okay. We, we notice stuff. Like you noticed that. And I, I notice things all the time that other people wouldn't notice. And then we have really interesting conversation around it. Sure. What I, when, when I noticed it, I thought, too bad I'm not still on the air. Yeah. Because I would call all of the major news organizations and I would put You'd together. You'd sell that. You'd sell I that package. I would put together the package. <laughs> yes. You should put together a package anyway. I mean, and go interview those people and then sell it. I don't think that's a bad idea, actually. Yeah. You're right. I should do that. Yep. What a cool story, though, right? Mm-hmm. I is. mean, I mean... These countries are at war. America is sending supplies to one of the countries. And three guys in the band are from those three countries. Right. I mean, that that's a beautiful feature story. I agree. And it's even good if the Russian guy hits the Ukrainian guy while they're performing. Because then it's shocking. I don't, and you can say the Ukraine war is live in Lafayette. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, it, it, that's not going to happen. Right. But... You know, there's no downside to covering that story is what I'm trying to say. Right. It can either be a beautiful, happy feature or a spectacular disaster. Yeah. Either you, way, you that's a good story. literally make a TikTok about it and probably get picked up by national news. Oh, that's not a bad idea. TikTok. The TikTok. The kids and the TikToks. The TikTok was featured on the Today Show on That's Friday. what I'm saying. The TikTok. Mm. The girl that uh, l- was showing her parents her, her golf outfit, and then she slammed her back into the bed and did, oh. ha Oh, yes. Yeah. Ah. And people have been making 
things. Like 30,000 duets, <laughs> including some celebrities. Michael Buble did something with her and then called her up and said, hey, listen, I'd like to invite you to any one of my shows. You can come at all because I used you. So feel free to come. And Nice. Yeah, what a good classy thing to do, right? Yep. The Bee Gees should be calling and thanking her. Right. The surviving members of the Bee Gees right. <laughs> should be calling and thanking her because that ha sounds exactly like the note that Robin Gibb sang alive, yep. in Staying Alive. That's exactly right. And I got to tell you, it's a funny, funny video. So I think you should watch that. If you're if you're into the TikTok, you should watch that. Okay. I don't know how you couldn't be into it, but... We're 30 minutes into the show, and I just want to tell you, um, I think you sounded a little self-critical when you talked about that you're... Have you met me? Yeah. That That's mostly that what I do. you're a good manager, but not as naturally a leader. <laughs> okay. I want to let you know <laughs> that you inspire me to be my best self every single day. Thank and you. And to me, that makes you a spectacular leader. You encourage me to do things I love. Mm -hmm. You encourage me to uh, be a better father and mm -hmm. a better friend. You are a spectacular leader, and I want every single person to know it. Now, Thank you. I also want to say that you are a spectacular manager, and you can take your skills and your systemization knowledge right. into any business and help sharpen it up. I believe that's true. And you can do it through secret shopping. You can do it through coaching. You can do it through just observation. Mm -hmm. um, and that's impressive. <laughs> and that's impressive. And that's why each and every week we do this session with Londa and David brought to you by Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants. If you need to tweak something at your business mm -hmm. to hit your sweet spot, Londa Sherwood Austin is the person to call. You can call 509-491-2663. That number again, 509-491-2663 for Sherwood Austin Growth Consultants. Londa wants to help. You know what? It's a great time to be in business. So why not be in business with us? Okay, now that that's out of the way, what is our question of the week? Every week, let me just uh, imagine this. Every single week, we feature a question from one of our listeners, and this is this week's question of the week. How important is culture? That's a great question, and that fits perfectly with this episode. It's almost like of the I session tried with to Londa find a question David. that would fit. <laughs> How important is culture? Mm -hmm. To me, culture is the most important element in any business, which is why if someone in your organization is the saboteur or trying to undercut the leadership in the organization, that cancer needs to be expelled. It needs to be cut right out because culture makes everything more cohesive right so yes i say culture is everything in an organization culture yes that's how important it is it's everything i like it what is your thought on that question um <clears throat> i think that culture is really important and i also think that you can work with or inside a company um, that has a culture that you don't vibe with. 
Um, I don't think that's sustainable. I, I, at, I would let say... Let me finish. Okay. At least for a period of time. Sure. You know, until you're ready to move to the next chapter of the book of your life. Well, I would tell you this. If the culture's not right and you don't agree with it, you better start looking. You and, better start well, thinking I, about moving. I think it depends, too, on, you know, let's say... Um, you know, like if I if I hated the culture of my company, it wouldn't be really that big of a deal because I'm I I'm not I'm never there. You know, you see what I'm saying. So if somebody is is like that, if they're working from home and they're not really engulfed in the the culture of it, sometimes if you could you separate yourself far enough, just you know, and then and then will it would it matter as much? I don't know. It's an interesting question to think about anyway. You know, and you can have all the culture in the world in your company, Mm -hmm. but if you have terrible systems, that's not sustainable either. Right. So culture is critical. That's why businesses have uh, a vision statement, and that's why businesses have Mm -hmm. all of their uh, 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 Mm -hmm. internal marketing, right, Right. and branding. Yeah, for Uh, sure. Envoy Mortgage has done a great job this year Mm -hmm. at improving the culture for me. But again, systems are the most (laughs) important thing when it comes to the workflow of of a loan product. So you need both. It's got to be holistic. Culture makes you feel warm and fuzzy and makes you want to go to work. Mm -hmm. The systems have to be there too. Yep. So there you go. Perfect. That's exactly my thoughts. That took a long time to get there though. My name's David Austin (laughs) for Londa Joanne Sherwood and this has been The Session with Londa and David. We'll talk next week.